Welcome to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Randy, who reveal the truth, the lies, and confusion about health so that you are no longer the victim to mainstream medical dogma and you are the hero to your own happy, healthy story. Hey guys, welcome back to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast, where your hosts, Rob and Randy. What's up, guys? Happy New Year. It is 2023. Happy Healthy New Year. Happy Healthy New Year, man. Happy Healthy so, Days. Yeah, cheers, brother. Be, uh, cheers to our coffee. Uh, yes, cheer, cheer, <laughs> cheers to that. Ready to be uh, healthier than uh, than we've ever been. For a lot of you guys who have not heard or you haven't listened to even like some of our previous podcasts, where uh, Randy overcame a late stage cancer diagnosis, metastatic cancer, and over overcame that uh, holistically and uh, completely, one hundred percent naturally, which is one of the reasons why we do what uh, we we do. I overcame metabolic syndrome, uh, overcame uh, struggling with my weight literally my entire life until I was thirty eight years old. Um, lost sixty five pounds, kept it off now for the last thirteen years, which again is why why we do what it is that we do. So. For those of you guys that may see us, meet us, and they're like, you know what, you guys are actually really happy and really healthy. Hadn't always been like that because if we would have started our company 13 <laughs> years ago, what should that company have been called? I don't know. Overweight, depressed, <laughs> miserable, inflamed, dying of cancer, almost dead. You guys probably wouldn't want to listen to that podcast. Yeah, so, that uh, so, so, so here we are. I know for myself, I like to uh, go alongside people who have been where it is that I'm at and who are at a place now where I want to be able to go to, because I know those people have the skins on the wall. They've been there. They can be able to help me. And, uh, you know, it's life isn't always perfect for everybody. No, that is for dang sure. Uh, the only thing we can probably be rest assured that's guaranteed is adversity. And uh, so I'm excited that we're back on uh, the program that we're doing right now to really do hard stuff because to get better and stronger in life, you got to go through challenges, you got to do hard stuff. And it's all about your mindset and how you embrace it. You know, how do you really think about going through something hard? If you try to rearrange it to meet your narrative, to make it easy for yourself, well, that's a pattern that you've been doing in life, right? And that pattern sets you up for some real problems because once again, if you're only happy when things go your way, you're really not living that happy, healthy life. And I can know that I'm guilty of that at times. Uh, you probably could admit that as well, but I really want to look at life completely differently. And I've always been trying to work so hard on my mindset. I really want this year to be my strongest mind ever and build some real mental fortitude, some real integrity with myself and really create some real um, neurological reconnections and some new connections that just can't be undone. That's that's awesome. So what he's talking about, we are doing the 75 hard uh, challenge program from uh, Andrew Facilla. We did it last year, which really I know for myself, got myself in probably the best physical um, fitness shape that I've been probably my entire lifetime. And I don't know about you. How'd you do the, the first time around? Yeah, I loved it. I uh, I hated it and I loved it. And I was like, you know what? Embrace the hard. But yeah, it was great. I mean, I physically got, you know, that was one of my goals is I wanted to be physically really super fit by the time I turned 48. 
And I think I may have been in one of the best shapes of my life as well, even going back into my 20s when I was really bodybuilding and focusing all of my time and energy on, you know, building muscle and staying lean. And But it was really incredible because what I enjoyed most about it was, was the mental strength and the mental fortitude and just, once again, reestablishing that integrity with yourself. Because we've said this before, and I don't know who came up with it, but you're going to choose your heart. And it's hard over here. It's hard where you're at. And sometimes going over to do the hard stuff that you're avoiding is where all that magic's going to happen for you. But you stay here because that's your default. You know, you're not, it's not even serving you, but you're staying right in it because you're avoiding the hard things that you know you should be doing. And you don't get stronger unless you go through that. So your mind really is the, is the most important thing that we have and what we can do to download it with some real incredible data that serves us well. I am so excited about being on day two of 75 hard with my boy who's going along with me again, which I appreciate it because I know we've got a lot of goals we've set for this year. I'm sure people listening right now, you've got a lot of goals as well. And those goals are only attainable if we create a whole new level of discipline. Let's go get it. Absolutely. So here's what 75 hard is for those of you guys that may be wondering. It's uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you're drinking a a gallon of water every day, two workouts a day. One of those workouts needs to be outside regardless of the weather, the other one inside. So this morning I know I was outside doing my workout and it was pretty freaking cold um, outside. So uh, so that was the, the workout for today. I remember doing one in a tornado this last year. Yeah, yep, <laughs> you got to keep your word. Yeah, for sure. And then you've got to uh, read 10 pages of a self-improvement type of, of book, yep. take a selfie photo every day, and then no alcohol as well for 75 days. And so when you in the put, nutrition plan, yeah, oh that? yeah, nutrition plan, which we're doing our happy health. I'm doing the ha- our ha- happy yeah, healthy for sure. uh, program personally, and it's interesting because when you talk to people about 75 hard, you get one of two different responses. One is I could never do something like that. Totally, and or oh, that sounds really easy. Except for the, and there's always one of those things that somebody has like a reason or an excuse to why they wouldn't be, um, for example, doing a, uh, uh, the, the no alcohol, they'll go, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I could do that, but um, I've got this thing <laughs> happening. So I'm only going to have one drink a week. So they're doing yeah. like their version, which is not actually 75 hard, right? It's a version. And when you do a version of things, we know you're not actually even doing the things. And and we also always talk about how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. So if you're going to do the version that helps you to be able to feel most comfortable, then that's not the right version. Yeah. And if Priscilla even talks about that saying, you know, that if you do the version of the program, you're actually reinforcing your same pattern. <laughs> it's going to make you worse. <laughs> You go, this, it's not about making it easier for you. You need to just do it. You do the whole thing exactly as prescribed. You're also a great candidate for this program. If you've ever thought, wow, that sounds really cool, but that's really for somebody else. Because that's what I said for about two to three days. And then I was like, wait a second. If I'm saying this is for somebody else, guess who it's exactly constructed for? That'd be for you. You're looking at him. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So that's that's what's going on right now. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I will be honest with you. I, I was sore last night before going to bed. I was asking myself why I was doing this again yeah. and saying, you know what? Uh, you've already done this once before. Why in the world would you do it again? And yeah. that's exactly why I needed to do it 
again. Yeah. So as I was chugging my last bit of water at like 1045 at night going, uh oh, probably should have got this done earlier. So no procrastination today, babe. I'm over a half gallon in already. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so let's get into it. All right. Let's do it. So let's talk today about the epidemic and, it, and it's been declared an epidemic um, around the world. And the epidemic is obesity and or being overweight. The numbers do not lie. 1.9 billion people are overweight around the world. 650 million people in the world are are obese. That's 52% of the adults globally. And then 34% of these adults that we're talking about actually have metabolic syndrome, which means that they've got hypertension associated with it. They've got other chronic illnesses, high blood pressure. I know even for myself, having had metabolic syndrome, the, the reason that I even figured out that I did, because I also said things to myself, and you, you guys may have said this to yourself before, because we talk to a lot of clients, consult with a lot of clients, and we'll ask them, for example, hey, what's your goal weight? And for myself, here's what I would have told you. I would have said my goal weight is 175 pounds. Okay. Now, here are the reasons that I said 175 pounds. The reason I said that for myself was because I could never get below 175 pounds no matter what I did. So, no matter how hard I worked out, no matter how good I ate, no matter how much I calorie restricted, it was like, I can yeah, remember thermostat. my thermostat was right there. I can remember getting to 175 pounds and the way I did this, and you've heard this story before. Is this the, uh, the sweatsuit? Is this sweatsuit? <laughs> the sweatsuit. So I was going on, going on vacation, meeting several people down in Austin. You came, you came to that down, down to that trip. I did. And so I jump in my car. I think I probably turned the heater on to about a hundred and or not a hundred, but I turned it up probably to, to like 90 degrees inside the car. And it was already a hundred degrees outside where it's in July in Texas and it's hot. I, when I left on to go down to Austin from Dallas, Fort Worth, I think it was like at 177 or 178, but my goal by that trip was to be at 175 because I knew I was going to be in a swimsuit. I knew I was going to be on the boat. So nowhere to hide, nowhere to hide. <laughs> so I'm sweating my freaking tail off getting down there. I remember getting there and I had the scale with me as well. So I get down there, I get on the scale. I weigh 174.5 pounds. I hit the goal. And I even, before I got on the scale, I remember I got down there and I went for a run wearing a uh, you did what is that when you put the sweatsuit on? Yes. That was after you got out of the car. After I got out of the car. Yes. In Austin, in, Austin, in July, in July, definitely over a hundred degrees Over hundred degrees. Are yes. you trying to kill yourself? Uh, no, I was trying to get to 175 pounds. <laughs> and, uh, and I, and so I finished the run, I get on the scale. I'm at 174.5 pounds. I did it. And then by the end of that weekend, I think I weighed 180 pounds. <laughs> so one glass of water right there. Done. Exactly. So <laughs> That for me is why I said that because it was really hard for me. So I knew if I was 200, 210 pounds, 210 when, when I got to my, my biggest point 13 years ago, that in order for me to be able to get to 175, it was going to be really hard. But if you would have asked me, hey, what's your goal? I would have said 175. Mm -hmm. And then I think my stretch goal was maybe 165. But I would always, you know, every year for New Year's resolutions, it was like 175 for probably, I don't know, 20 years. 
And so for me, I thought that was the quote healthy weight. But here's the reality is that when I actually tested to be able to see where I was, 175 pounds because of my height, my hydration, my muscle mass and everything else, it had me in the freaking obese category. I was obese. Hmm. And so when it really hit me and I was like, oh, that must be wrong. When it really hit me, I remember I, I go to a, a holistic dentist and I went to the dentist and they checked my blood pressure. Mm -hmm. My blood pressure was 155 over 100. Are you kidding me? I don't even uh -uh. know this story. Yeah, over at Dr. Really? At Dr. Tar's office. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and they wrote it down. They, they know me being a doctor. They kind of didn't, you know, the dental assistant didn't want to say anything about it, but they're like, are you, is your blood pressure normally this high? And my, my response back to the, them was, well, when I'm at the dentist, it is, <laughs> but, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. That's a little, little that's, white coat syndrome there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's, that's, that's crazy. So that's when it really hit me that, Hey, you know what? It, it, it's, it's my weight is it's, it's too much. Right. And we already know that is that when you are overweight, it increases the risk of so many diseases and everybody knows that. So if you're telling yourself, hey, I want to be at this way, you better ask yourself why that is, how you came to that conclusion. And if you don't know, you should test. And then we always say that test, assess, don't guess and know exactly where you're at. And you better freaking be honest with yourself about where it is that you're at and then have a good strategy to be able to help you to over overcome that because you know what the reality right now is that these things that we're talking about the numbers again don't lie you've got children right now in the last 25 years this is crazy and as adults like myself even saying that is giving children permission to be overweight we've gone from 6% childhood obesity to 19% in the last 25 years. Wow. That's just obesity. I mean, even just children overweight is probably closer to 30, 40%, which would almost even match the adult population, which by the way, by 2030, half of America is going to be obese is what they're saying, right? That's exactly, that's exactly right. And this is, they're saying this right now is probably the first generation of children that are not going to live as long as their parents yep. did. And here's why it's because when we look at the different things that being overweight, carrying too much weight on you, having too much adipose um, tissue, it increases the risk for diabetes, insulin resistance, cardiovascular disease, neurodegeneration, cancer, kidney disease. The studies out there show right now and the studies that they had even done back in 2009 with the swine flu pandemic, what they showed is that your risk for swine flu went up dramatically the more weight that you were carrying. And the research was there that actually showed this. And so what they also then showed was that when you carry too much weight or you have too much body fat, what that does is that decreases your immune function. Your immune function is what your body uses to fight off these different viruses. So they showed it again with coronavirus, same exact thing, the COVID, they showed that decreased immune system showed that you had a more likely chance that you were going to not just get COVID, but you're going to have adverse effects as a result of it as well and increase your likelihood of being hospitalized 
because of the fact that you actually had too much weight on you yet what was what was the fix for this thing of course we know what it was it was this um experimental genetic manipulation therapy that they tried to masquerade as a vaccine which even by definition just means you're just getting the antibodies to artificially increase that does not confer and transfer to naturally acquired immunity so it's all smoke and mirrors when you do this stuff now and now i mean good god how many people are dropping dead from getting this actual vaccine i mean myocarditis i mean there's even that recent football player heartbreaking you, you never know what really caused anything but how are these really elite athletes and more people and children dropping dead and having heart attacks when that was not even happening before 2020. So we always know their solution, and I say their solution, big pharma, big food, the government, the FDA, the CDC, the World Economic Forum. Do I need to keep going? They're all tied in this thing together. It's a bunch of elites who make money hand over fist, who want a sick, docile, overweight, medicated, and dependent on them because they want us all to be victims. And nobody's talking about what you can do to change your metabolic environment. I say nobody. There are a lot of people talking about it now. We're one of those people. That's some of the people that we're connected to. But generally speaking, the medical community is not talking about the metabolic environment because every single thing that you just articulated, Dr. Rob, that is preventable in almost every single case when your body's metabolism is strong, robust, and adapted. Absolutely. So that's why we always say, you know what, rather than lose weight to get healthy, we want you healthy so that you lose weight because when you're healthy, you don't have metabolic syndrome. Yeah. There's no really weight to lose when you're healthy. If you're overweight, you're not healthy. No. So if you tell me, well, I'm overweight, but I don't have diabetes. Well, you don't have diabetes yet. You're just rolling the dice, waiting for the diagnosis, which is one of the problems in our healthcare system. I use that term very loosely. It's a sick care system. We wait to get sick before we do anything about our health. And then we go back to the doctors and ask them, what should we do? Yet they don't have any training whatsoever and how to create a metabolic environment so your body can adapt. They have zero training in health. They diagnose and treat disease with drugs and surgery, and that's what they do. So you're really stuck if you don't understand how to turn this around because you end up repeating this nasty cycle of waiting to get sick, taking medication, trusting the government, trusting doctors, using vaccines, and thinking somehow this is going to lead to a great clinical outcome. And the data is in. It doesn't lead to good outcomes. In fact, it leads to more suffering, more sickness, more bankruptcy, more death, more people losing everything right now than ever before. Exactly. So let's talk about, okay, so how, how in the world did this happen, right? So if you, if you, if you look at the histories, I mean, back in the early 1900s, this was this was not a thing. If you look back, even in the state Heck of Texas, no. this wasn't a thing. And now you look at it, there's almost a, so so many thousands, thousands of people that have this this issue going on right here where we're at here in this area. And where did this come from? And you start looking at even the history here in the United States. And it's like when we started having industrialization, you started getting processed foods. People mm -hmm. wanted things faster, yep. um, cheaper. And so the next thing you know, you've got uh, all these seed oils. God, replacing all the dangerous animal fats and now use refinery manufacturing machinery oil from stuff that should never, it was never meant to be introduced into the human body. It's been one big freaking science experiment, to be honest with you. And yeah. look at us metabolically. How are we doing? Yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible. So look at all the processed foods, talking about the high fructose 
corn syrup because that was a lot cheaper to make than mm. actually getting things from actual cane sugar itself. And so all of these, Hey, what they're know, talking about that on the high fructose yeah. corn syrup, it's because a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the, the quote scientists and the health experts are saying, Hey, listen, it's really not that much difference than sucrose. You know, you've got glucose and you've got fructose and it may be on a profile. It's not that much more fructose to glucose. However, what they're showing is because of the corn starch and where they're pulling it from the caloric load and what it does to your body is like three to four times the amount of calories that they're even able to make a claim on a package. So when you eat high fructose corn syrup, it is a metabolic bomb and it destroys your liver, your gut and your metabolism avoided at all costs. Seed oil, high fructose corn syrup, just avoiding those two things right there goes a long, long way in helping just stop doing things that are hurting you. Sometimes that's step one. You Sometimes you just got to stop doing things that are really hurting you uh, to even create the metabolic profile to make the changes that are going to improve you. Just stopping crap will also help you. I used to eat no fat Twinkies back in the day thinking I was healthy because there was no fat we're supposed to be eating. I remember those days. <laughs> and it's like, man, so it's okay if, you're, if that's where you are or you're not sure what we're saying or you've been making these mistakes. It's okay because I made them all too. You made them all, but it's all about learning and making change. And that's why this is the perfect time. It's 2023. There's things you can do right now to start making these changes that are going to go a long, long, long way. Yeah. So, so even right there, you know, a lot of people make New Year's re resolutions and they focus on the things that they, that they want. You know, you can also focus on some things that need to be eliminated yeah. versus adding things. And so you could even literally just go into your pantry right now and start eliminating all of the processed foods that are in there. <laughs> most pantry makeovers, just go ahead and just throw it all away. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. most pantry makeovers. Exactly. And if you're wondering if you, if you should or should not throw it away, is I'm like, if you can't pronounce what's on the label, then it, then it doesn't belong in the pantry. But just yeah. by doing those things right there can automatically help you as far as your health goes. And one of the things we always talk about doing is just simply eating real food. Yeah. You know what? Start eating real foods. What is real food? Well, if you set it on the counter and come back in two weeks, if it looks the same, guess what? It ain't real it's, food. It's not food. Food should deteriorate, should spoil. So yeah, that's a good litmus test. Just set it on the counter and think what would happen? Even like, um, you know, there's a whole world of supplements and protein bars and shakes. Stick a organic protein bar on the counter. Come back in a year. It's still there. Stick an orange on the counter and come back in a year. It looks a lot different. And so really getting back to eating, really what our what nourished our ancestors, which were rendered animal fats. I remember talked about my great granny dying at 100 yeah. years old, cooked everything in pig lard. They had a hog farm. She had a garden and was on no medication. You know, what nourished our ancestors and what even has us here today is living off real foods, real quality animal meats, animal fats, avoiding processed sugars and seed oils, specifically high fructose corn syrup, keep your body moving, get sunlight. These are all basic foundational things that have nourished us for thousands of years. And somehow the scientists said we had it all wrong and they've got a better plan. And their plan is that we're all going to be doing what they're telling us to do, which makes us sick, overweight, depressed. And now we're ripe candidates for oral therapy, which is called drugs for the rest of your life.
So that's one of the things that you could eliminate is listening to that crap. (laughs) Eliminate toxic relationships, eliminate your TV, eliminate, (laughs) stop watching the news. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So let's talk about that because this is one of the things that they'll tell you to do. And then we're going to give you a real solution in 2023 and and what it is that you can do. Because right now you were talking about what you were watching the other day, speaking of TV. Right, right. And what were they, what were they saying the solution is? Yeah. So there was a, and this is insane. I never watched 60 minutes. I'm not even sure how I found out about this, but there were interviewing this doctor no it does come on right after nfl football okay that's what happened then yeah that's okay yeah that's what happened and i saw the preview and they were talking about this doctor's talking about weight loss i'm like i want to hear what they have to say because obviously this doctor's got multiple degrees and and uh, is well funded and works on these research labs and um they were asking her about what is the real cause of obesity and she said that the cause of obesity is genetic So they've been telling us this for years. By the way, there's no obesity gene, just so we're all aware. Genes don't turn themselves on. They have to be turned on. Remember, genetics load the gun, but how you adapt to your environment and your lifestyle, how you adapt chemically, physically, and emotionally, that's what pulls the trigger. So she basically went on national television and said, really, there's nothing that you can do. Yet she talked about metabolic disruption. She talked about weight set points, which are controlled by the brain, which I agree, the hypothalamus definitely plays a role in setting your thermostat. But to go down the road of genetic was her position because if it's genetic, that's permanent. And now the only solution to a genetic obesity issue is guess what? Eating real food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, would well, that have been nice to hear? Yeah, drugs, more freaking drugs. And so she's literally going on this this diatribe about the drugs uh like the Ozempics for the diabetes community, yeah. which by the way, diabetes costs us 300 billion dollars a year. That is with a B, 300 billion dollars a year and every major chronic illness and disease, specifically even cancer is directly correlated with diabetes because it's an insulin resistance issue. So they talked about the drug Ozempic and how that's able to help people lose weight with diabetes. What was interesting is there's another drug they were just raving about called Wagovi. And Wagovi is the exact same drug as Ozempic, except Wagovi is about 10, 15, 20 times the strength of the dosage. And it's $1,300 per month, not covered by insurance that you would have to pay to literally trick your body into somehow losing weight. And what's insane to me, when you start looking at this, they're showing now those drugs, which they're going to be pulled from the market. They always are. Go back and look. If you don't know about the story about Avandia, the blood sugar medication, go read about Avandia and the tens of thousands of peoples that were literally slaughtered because they went to their doctor. They took these drugs. They fast rushed it to the to the market. They didn't care about anybody's health. They were just caring about making money. They made billions of dollars and people were dying. But there's now linking these type of drugs to breast cancer, ladies. So if there was another reason to avoid oral therapy, drug-based treatments without looking at your metabolic profile, here's another reason why. So I could not believe though, how can they just get on TV and just make these claims, promote these drugs when there's other solutions that we do? We do this. We have so much evidence right now. Well, what can happen metabolically with just simple, simple changes? I was even listening to a podcast this morning this guy who over, overcame a, a late stage cancer diagnosis, had brain cancer and overcame it completely by changing his metabolic pro, 
profile, very similar to what I did with my cancer when I was in Spain. And of course, the doctors are like, eat as much as you want. It doesn't matter, right? Don't, and he sent them, they send you to a nutritionist and they're like, well, just eat as much as you can because they're trying to keep you from going into cachexia as the chemo ravages your body. So the point is, there's nothing the government or the drug companies can do to come save you and fix your problem. That's not what they're there for. They're only there for crisis. They're not there for your health. So pretty interesting there. If you hadn't go, uh, you can go Google that. It was actually 60 minutes overtime weight loss management, and it'll be shocking what you're going to hear because guys, genetics haven't changed, right? I graduated high school in 1992, about 130 kids in my class. There's probably five to eight kids that were overweight. You go to school today, 30, 40 years later, it's half of these kids. Genes don't mutate like that. It would take tens of thousands of years for genes to mutate from non-epidemia to an epidemic state. We are in an epidemic of diabetes and obesity, but it's not because God gave us bad genes. No, absolutely not. So even better than going to uh, and wasting your time looking at that 60 minutes thing, here's what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all the ones who want to go back and watch it, don't waste your time. I just gave you the highlights. It was all propaganda. Yeah. So what you can do is go to, to the ace2thinchallenge.com, register to come into our metabolism program. That's, that's free. Exciting. So that launches January the 16th. So go there, get registered. We are going to be sharing you information in these four days that are going to help you to be able to review, reverse any of these issues that we're talking about when it does come to metabolism, to be able to get you healthier, to get you on the right track here in 2023 so that you can be able to have your happiest, healthiest life ever. And so this is something that we're really excited about. And obviously you can tell we're very passionate about this <laughs> a little bit. And, uh, and so we, we just want to give you as much value as we can to be able to help get you on the right track. So ace2thinchallenge.com is where you go, get registered. You'll go into a Facebook group where we're going to be giving all the information. We're going to do, do the lives. They're going to be recorded inside there. We're going to have notes in there, even homework to be able to make sure that you're just getting everything that you need in order to be able to make sure that you are living that happiest, healthiest life. Yeah, no, this has been a long time coming. And we've had a lot of people ask us, like, what do I really need to do, especially if you don't live here in, in Dallas, Fort Worth? Well, this solves the issue. Anybody across the country, anybody in the world can get onto this group, can get in there. We're going to nurture you, educate you, teach you, reveal some really some powerful strategies that we've now proven now for over 20 years. Um, another cool, exciting announcement that I won't say today is going to be getting uh, getting um, with the... Uh, um, the happy, healthy affirmations um, yep. with the brain tab. So that's a cool thing we're working on with Patrick Porter. That's going to be with the mindset, because that's really where it starts and begins and really where it starts, begins and where it ends. The mindset is key. So overcoming that, we're going to be talking about those things. But yeah, don't you don't want to miss this January 16th. Go register right now, h2thinchallenge.com and uh, get into the Facebook group. Uh, it's going to be here very, very quickly. I know, Rob, you and I are putting a lot of hard work in to make sure that anybody who gets into this challenge is going to feel like they got some massive, massive value. Absolutely. So, And what's it cost again to get into the challenge? Uh, it's uh, free. Very cool. Even better. There you go. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Happy Healthy Life podcast, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys.
Thanks for listening to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to follow them on Instagram at the H2 Life or on YouTube and Facebook at the Happy Healthy Guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.